everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. Let's do a quick recap of what happened on the CME spot market this week. And really, they can be defined yet again by another consolidation across nearly every product. Barrel chatter dropped to fresh lows not seen since November 2021, with the weekly average settling at $1.61 per pound, and that's on rather strong volume changing hands. At 34 loads, this was the most weekly volume traded in the barrel market since December 18th of 2021. The black market moved slightly higher and settled the week at 196.30 per pound, now holding a premium of 40 and three quarters cents over barrels. That's the largest since November of 2020. As you can see, there's lots of notable price movements here. Nonfat dry milk settled the week at 116.40 per pound, the lowest since March 2021, so a near two-year low, and this was the seventh consecutive week that prices have moved lower. Butter also continued to weaken and is now the lowest since December 2021. Last but not least, weekly dryway values sank to August 2020 lows. As you can see, the path of least resistance in dairy markets continues to be to the downside. Now that we've recapped what happened on the CME spot market, let's check in with Eric Meyer because we want to hear how the IDFA 2023 Dairy Forum went down in Florida this week. What did you hear? What did you learn, Eric? Yeah, thanks, Alyssa. It was great to get down to Orlando to catch a few rays, play some golf, which hasn't happened in months, and just get a chance to visit with the industry. Um, more than 1,100 registered attendees at Dairy Forum which was a record for them. And as we know, plenty of stragglers that don't have badges that are just listening to hear what's going on in the market. So as far as takeaways that I had from the conference, it seems sentiment right now is bearish across the different segments. A lot of nervousness around EU pay prices to farmers, which are far too high with product prices collapsing in recent weeks. So when is the milk production going to end there? It seems like milk production due to the mild winter and high pay prices are just keeping milk flowing when all signals from the end product prices would suggest that we should be pulling those pay prices down quickly. In the U.S., there's a lot of discount milk. It's pretty widespread across the Midwest. Um, USDA had in their reports that we were ranging from $6 to $10, 100 weight under class prices. And that's been confirmed at the conference, even into the late weeks of January. And that's just surprising given what we saw after the conference, which was in the milk production report. Cream multiples out West are pretty low at the moment, meaning more cream will flow into butter turns where it can, uh, definitely against last year when cream demand was quite firm for most of the year. With the imported AMF and other fat products coming in and hitting our shores, that does leave a lot more cream that had a need last year that's looking for a home this year. That said, when everyone leans on one side of the boat, and in this case, it's bearish, what tends to happen in the markets? Short squeezes tend to be common in bear markets like this. So do not be surprised if we see an upward correction with decent uh, upward momentum in the coming weeks. But we're not so sure that the bottom is in yet on most U.S. dairy commodities. Yeah, and as you kind of mentioned there, while you were out, we had some key reports from the USDA and right at the same time. On Wednesday, the USDA released both the December milk production report as well as the December cold storage report. 
While we already recorded our quick take on the dairy skim episode, we haven't heard your thoughts yet, Eric. Let's start with milk production. What was your biggest takeaway? Yeah, Alyssa, thank you very much. While I was on the airplane, you took care of dairy skim for us for both milk production and cold storage. So I would definitely encourage our listeners to jump in on that quick report on our podcast. But from a key takeaway perspective, things remain lower than we would have expected. This was the third or fourth consecutive where our forecast, the actual data came in below it. And the herd size has taken a beating these last couple of months. We're now 19,000 head below the May 2022 peak. And that was into some really huge milk checks this summer into early fall. Texas lost 5,000 head in December from the previous month. That's actually the first time the state has seen a reduction of any kind since January 2016, which was the aftermath of that horrific winter blizzard that year, which killed tens of thousands of animals during that single storm. This past year's bull market only generated an additional 52,000 head into the milking herd over just a four-month period, which is about a third of the herd increase during the June 2020 to May 2021 expansion when the nation's herd grew by almost 150,000 head. What was different? Well, feed costs for sure. Those remain stubbornly high. Production per cow was well below trend as well, which could have been due to the early winter storms and frigid temperatures in December that went as far south as Florida over the holidays. Yeah, and then those inventory numbers, nothing really jarring in that data as both cheese and butter were absorbed as neutral versus our expectations. Yeah, a couple of things to note on cold storage. The butter stocks uh, were above prior year for the first time since July of 2021. And the November to December stock movement was an actual build of 16.5 million pounds, somewhat higher than the five-year average, but counter the 2021 monthly movement from November to December, which was a net out movement of 11 million. For cheese, Natural American continues to trail the previous year's frothy levels for the fourth consecutive month, But all the cheese figures and data points in this report were mostly in line with our expectations. All eyes right now in the cheese market are on what's happening in Europe, where things are getting pretty worrisome, given how quickly prices have fallen. Thanks, Eric. Of course, a reminder to our listeners that you could read our full market opinion on our new market intelligence dashboard at highgrounddairy.com. You know, last week we brought up that China's December trade data was out, but we didn't really have a chance to talk about it. So I just want to do a quick recap here. December imports were mixed, but actually turned positive across a handful of key commodities. Most notably, skim milk powder imports were the strongest for the month in nine years. And despite a slightly better December, Q4 of 2022 ended up being the weakest quarterly dairy imports reported from China in three years, with the entire calendar year recording the same statistic. These were the lowest import volumes into China since 2019 for dairy as a whole. While it was a weaker import year from China due to their strong internal production and lower consumption, I think it's worth noting that total imports from the U.S. reached an all-time high, and that was really led by whey and lactose demand needs. Into this week, though, China is celebrating the Lunar New Year, and many people are traveling for the holiday for the first time in three years. As a result, tourist bookings in China have surged this week, but consumption and spending are still in question overall as individuals focus on just getting out to visit family right now. That explains why the GDT Pulse event was so quiet this week. 
Right, exactly, Eric. We have a three-week gap here on GDT events, but it's worth mentioning that at this week's Pulse event, participating and winning bidder volume was the lowest on record since these events started. Also from New Zealand this week, December milk production figures were finalized, and while volumes remain negative, milk solids officially turned positive and were up 0.6% from prior year in December. We knew there was a high chance that milk solids turned positive in December, which very well might continue throughout the rest of the season here. Some key concerns, though, are how quickly the South Island is drying out and that rain continues to fall throughout the North Island. I think we can close it out here with a recap on European markets. German butter prices fell for the seventh week, though each region, Germany, France, and the Netherlands, are all reflecting steep losses with industrial cream values reportedly dropping off a cliff. European skim milk powder dropped to a two-year low, but the region is still holding on to a premium over U.S. nonfat dry milk. Lastly, worth noting, in just two months, the EEX Gouda and Mozzarella Index dropped about 34%, while the German EDOM value has fallen 25% in that time span. German EDOM prices are the lowest since November 2021, with all the EEX cheese indices the lowest since the reporting began during that same month, November of 2021, and that's all in U.S. dollar terms. We have a pretty light week next week, though. New Zealand's December trade data should be out early Monday or Tuesday. We'll have another GDT Pulse event on Tuesday, free GDT data from Fonterra on Thursday, and then the December U.S. dairy product production report will be released on Friday afternoon. Looking forward to chatting markets with you next week then. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.